Well, hello, everybody. How we doing? We are going to talk about what everybody wants to know. How to date in the church. We're definitely not qualified to give any relational advice, but we're two human beings. Young. Young-ish, me. You know, we've gone through dating. We've gone through... You're getting married. I am getting married. So we're pretty excited for this, and we hope it's helpful. I'm mm -hmm. sure it'll be. Oh, yeah. Okay, first off, I didn't even introduce myself. My name is Laura. My name is John Allen. <laughs> but we're, let's just talk about it. Dating, there's so many things to it, and I feel like... When I was younger, I kind of just hoped everything would just fall into my lap perfectly. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, there's there's some easy indicators if you're dating the right person or if you're dating the wrong person. Or oh, there's absolutely. some easy indicators if that person that you see is worth pursuing or if they're not worth pursuing. And so we want to talk about some of those things today. Yes, we do. Is that okay? Oh, okay, cool. All right. Number one, do they love Jesus? I mean, come on, you guys knew that we were going to ask, but say it's that. the most important thing ever. Yeah, it is. Do you think that you could be in a relationship with someone who's not a Christian? Oh, no. Like, red flag, stop sign. Yeah. Don't even get in the car. Brakes are broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, because here's the thing. Like, when you're a true Christ follower, I mean, mm. your heart is just screaming, Jesus, you are king. King Jesus is the ruler of our heart, our mind, our soul, this earth. You know what I mean? And so it's like saying you're a vegan, but you eat steak every mm. night. It's like yeah. it, it just makes no sense. That, right. that's, that's what I, I can't be like, oh, yeah, I am a vegan and I eat meat every single day. No, you're not. <laughs> what? So the goal when you're dating and you say, Jesus, you're number one, you want to be with someone else that's saying Jesus is also number one. Right. Because if Jesus, the king, is number one on both of your hearts, you'll do nothing but compliment each other for his glory. So yeah. he, has to, he has to be, and she has to be number one. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we think that if, okay, if I'm a strong Christian and I'm dating a non-Christian, that's, that's just the situation. I'm a strong Christian dating a non-Christian, but it's not that. Instead, there's two... People who are both not fully committed to Christ dating each other. Right. You know, it's not. So if you're out there and you're thinking flirt to convert, right? Flirt to convert. That's, that's, that's the slogan. Flirt to convert. It ain't going to work. Okay. <laughs> Amen. The thing sister. with the, the flirt to convert idea is that it opens this door to so much compromise so yeah. much blurred lines, yeah. you know, and it just is not the best thing for your heart, right. you know? Um, question for you, Laura. Mm. What, you know, apart from Jesus being number one, what are some, like, key attributes, characteristics mm. that the person you are trying to date or you want to date should have? You yeah. know, what, what are those things? Um. So for me, and I think, like, just for anyone, you should ask, like, does this person have a good reputation? Yeah. Is this person thought highly of by others? Because, and, and that's not to say that you can't make mistakes, you know? Like, no. we all make mistakes. Like, if 
you know, if someone was like, oh, Fred, do you remember when Laura was 18? Like, and she did this, like, oh, gosh, you know, we wouldn't yeah. be together today. But is there like a progression? Like, are we getting, am I getting better as a person? Absolutely. You know, is that person getting better? Or are they the same as when they were 18? Are they growing spiritually, um, emotionally, you know, because you do not want to be dating a 30 year old child. Oh, Laura, talk. Children are never okay to date, no matter how old they are. So if you're a 30-year-old man-child out there, man, you got to grow up. I'm sorry. Please you got to do it. Take your adult vitamins in the morning. Mm -hmm. No mature. more Flintstone chewables. No more chewables. Mm -hmm. No more spiritual metaphorical chewables. <laughs> Maturity is important. And every opportunity, I think God gives us, opportunities to mature oh absolutely and we it's up to us if we want to take a step forward or take a step back you know let's say you're dating someone like what represents maturity mm. in loving a woman this is my most important thing like are are they honest honesty is key man like Stop. you gotta be honest like in, in the biggest ways and in the smallest ways like guys if you have an intention to ask a girl out Tell her your intentions, you know, don't say, hey, do you want to go out with me? And in your heart, you're thinking, I like you. But to her face, you're like, oh, you know, just go out. Like, let's just let's just like chill, you know, like oh, it doesn't yeah. have to be anything like like, no, just say say like I, I mean, assuming that, you know, this person kind of well, you know, mm -hmm. assuming that this person isn't just some random person, but like, hey, I, I would like to get to know you, you know, and that is when she can be honest with you and she can go, um, okay, like, sure. Like we can, yeah, we can get, grab a cup of coffee, like maybe, maybe with a group because we can get to know each other in that way yeah. too, you know, be intentional about your intentions, but don't be intense, you know, don't be like, Hey, my, I'm 30 and I'm lonely and, and we should have babies like <laughs> probably never should be a thing. Also, don't show up to the house if you like don't know them. Never do that. Never <laughs> pull up. I've that. heard stories people pulling up to people's houses, bro. Yep. Like how did you get my address? Oh. No. Yeah. That's not no. <laughs> you know, even if you find that that person is not the person that you were looking for, just say it. You guys, that's the whole point of getting to know each other. You know, like if you guys go on a date and it's just like, oh, yeah, that was fun. But like, I think I think we're just better off as friends. Like, it's just better to just for, I think you got to know how to be honest with yourself, like before oh, you're honest yeah. with someone else, you know? Oh, yeah. You, there, you don't have to play games. I feel like we make things more complicated than it has to be. Yeah, I think. um being honest in every stage is so important. Yeah. Be honest in the pre-dating stage. Be honest in the talking stage. Be honest when you're deep into dating. You know, when you reach your six months, your one year, your, 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 your right. two years. Always keep honest. The best thing you can do is to shoot straight. Yeah. Always shoot straight. Because if you're a loving person, shooting straight is not going to be mean, you know. Like Laura was mentioning, when, when, when you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm going to do the nice thing and not speak up and not yeah. say something. Oh gosh. It's going to hurt so much oh, more. Don't do it. In, yeah, don't do it in the, in the long run. And like we had mentioned, honesty 
is always going to be something that comes out of maturity. Mm. You know, as you're maturing, you're naturally going to establish deeper character, deeper good attributes as a person. And honesty will be one of those attributes. And so a lot of times when you're not being honest, it's coming out of this place of immaturity, insecurity, and selfishness. Mm -hmm. Because I see a lot of people do this in, in, in youth ages or even like my my uh mutual age of people that i see at church i mean we over spiritualize things that don't have to be over spiritualized you know what i mean and at the same time um we'll, we'll think to ourselves okay i'm not going to be upfront and honest because i don't want to be rejected or i don't want this or i don't want that it, mm, it's all these wow. insecure things yeah i'm not going to speak my mind or i'm going to play games because i want the attention over here whatever it could be and that's kind of selfish. You know what I mean? If, if, if you're not willing to just have an upfront conversation that could be hurting someone else, that could be kind of unintentionally, subconsciously selfish mm -hmm. to, to, to the people who are surrounding this circumstance. Or I think about, you know, someone who's dating and they don't want to be totally upfront, totally honest. That can teeter this weird line of just immaturity because it's just like bro reach a point where you can just have a good conversation mm -hmm. with the person that you're kind of getting close with you know what i mean don't lead someone on just because you're being nice you know what oh I mean? yeah leading someone on is not nice at all you don't want to lead people on it's not nice it's not godly and it's not mature so don't do it let's say that your honesty and all of the attributes that we talked about has now landed you someone that you want to date that this person is now your boyfriend or your girlfriend that is awesome hello congratulations you made it to the starting line here are some good indicate good indicators 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 that maybe you've picked a good one. Oh, let's go laura okay let's, turn let's it see up. all right one does this person inspire me to grow closer to jesus stop please talk yeah i mean that's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> <laughs> does this does this person do I I mean for me it's do I want to serve the Lord more with this person you know like does this person make me stop going to church if they do it's not a good one I'm sorry please like if you stopped showing up to church once you got a boyfriend or girlfriend we're all thinking it like I just don't think that you can grow closer to Jesus without community oh know, my god accountability it's just so do they cause you to grow closer to Jesus? If they are, that's awesome. Um, let's see. What about, does this person show humility and selflessness, especially uh, when you uh, encounter hardship and disagreement? I think that's a big one. Uh, am I physically attracted to this person? That's important. Notice I didn't put that as number one. But no. it certainly is very important because this is the person if you marry them, you are going to be one with this person. What's up? <laughs> and you will need, I mean, it's biblical. Like you need to be doing that like often. So it's like legit worship. Right. It's I like, that's it. glorifying the Lord right there. So, you know, I know that dating nice guys, like, we can want to be with someone just because they're nice, but that's not what it's all about. You know, there has to be some level of 
uh, attractiveness to there, you know? There's like a definite balance, yeah. Yeah. That can't be, don't, I hope you're not listening and going, okay, cool, that, you know, as long as they're attractive, like, then at least they made that on the list. They don't cause you to grow closer to God, but they got a six pack. Zero days in the word. (laughs) Yeah, ladies, let me tell you something. If their, if their Photoshop filter app to like edit their body has more <laughs> uh, like days on it than their U version. Please <laughs> jump out of that bus. <laughs> Amen. What about this? If this person never changed, would I be willing to live with his or her traits for the rest of my life? I think that's something you have to consider when you're dating the person you're dating. Oh my gosh. Yes. You like, have to consider yeah. that every day. I think with, your question, and if I can just talk to people who are watching this that are that are men, you know, you have to always, always, always think to yourself, I need to be a godly leader, a godly role model for the woman that God has called me to love, right? And so when I think about traits and like, I don't think I would even want to be in that conversation mm. for 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 my wife. I don't think I like I, I wouldn't want my wife to think, are these the traits? Is this what he has? Is this mm. good? I, I just want her to think, okay, I know confidently that this man is going to lead me mm. to the feet of the king. And and when you're in that headspace, I think you avoid almost hopping over that 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 yeah. question. It's like because all the small traits should be talked about in dating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if there are some things that like concern you about your person, you should definitely hash those out. Hey, I notice you say these things. Hey, I notice you yeah. do these things. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's be up front. And above it all, though, I think that when you're in a true mature relationship, all the bad traits as you're running towards marriage should slowly fall out of the car because you've already talked about them. Mm. You've already worked them out. And now if you're a girl, you're just thinking, I'm fully confident this man is going to lead me well. Yeah. And if you're, uh, if you're, if you're a, a guy, you're thinking, no, this girl, traits aside that we've talked about, this woman loves the Lord more than anything. Mm-hmm. And she is going to compliment me and support me and be my rock. And, yeah. and shoulder to shoulder, someone I can lean on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Yeah, I, I heard a good quote yesterday by my friend Grace. She said, the best advice I ever got from anyone was don't fall in love with someone's potential. And I think that's so good because if I'm incredibly, in, you know, jealous, let's say I'm this really jealous person and we're, you know, me and Fred are dating and I'm jealous in our relationship you know, I can grow and I can get better, but yeah. like, you know, don't be surprised when that pops up in our marriage, you right. know, like don't, don't think that because we're married, it goes away, no. you know, like it's one of those things where, you know, Hey, am I okay with this? And can I work with this person through right. that? Like, and know that it's going to be hard work. Like it's, I mean, I don't think that that is mine and Fred's relationship. Like, praise no. God, we have our own other like little things like yeah. insecurities and stuff. And but yeah, the same insecurities I had when we were dating, like they pop up when we're married, oh, for sure. you know. And so I think, you know, is I'm I'm praying that no one is ever in an abusive relationship. But is this person like emotionally abusive like or 
even physically, which obviously you should get out of there ASAP. But oh, Lee, it's please. trust me, it doesn't just like disappear. You know, no. like it, it, it can heal and things can like get better. But like there is some residue there that you might have to work through when you're married. So the idea of if this person never changed, would I be willing to marry it, marry this person? Like, I think it's something you have to consider when you're with the person that you are. And if you are willing to work with through that with them, then awesome. Praise God. Assuming that it's not abuse, you know? Oh no. But, no. You know, don't think that it magically like disappears. Is I guess what I'm saying, but anyways, and then our last topic on dating. Let's talk about it. Which is actually the opposite of dating, and it's breaking up. Oh, John no. John knows all about breakups. I <laughs> just do. Okay, so John, you've obviously dated in the church yes. besides Crystal. Uh-huh. Which, obviously, we want everyone to date in the church. Like That's, that's where you should find your people. Oh, so yeah. it can be the biggest blessing, but also just know that there might be some hurdles along the way because you're maturing and you're growing and stuff. And so, John... You dated a very great friend of ours. Yeah. Yeah, one of my best friends. Okay, so so roughly eight years ago, I was dating one of my best friends now, Sarah Frizzell. We all love Frizz. Mm-hmm. Frizz. It was hashtag John and the Frizz before John before Batty the, came in. Before Batty. Lord help my soul. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So I've only had two serious relationships of my whole life. One was with my first girlfriend, Frizzy, someone I love dearly. And now with my wife-to-be this fall, little Miss Batty. Thank you, Jesus. Cristal (laughs) Aguilar, soon to be Cristal Allen. (laughs) Anyways, um, so so Sarah and I dated very young. I mean, I, I was 15. I think she was 13 turning 14. I was a sophomore in high school. She was a freshman. So you already know that's very, very, very young, very immature. <laughs> um, and we were deep in ministry. You know, we were serving and, and, and we were living the church life. Um, so we dated for about two years. I think we were officially together for a year and eight months, talking for four. So two years, that, that's a mm-hmm. long yeah. time to, to be with someone. Yeah. And so um, we went through a hilarious, tense, drama-filled, teenage dream breakup. (laughs) And it it is what it is. That happens at that age. And I remember, like, you know, the tears were heavy. You know, we were both just bawling. And what's funny about, you know, the Holy Spirit and and, and time is that everything can be healed, depending on the situation. Because, dude, now... Frizz is one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Dude, Sarah Frizzell is in my wedding. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, as I say, She's I do. a bridesmaid. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bridesmaid. As I say, I do to the love of my life, you know, Crystal, my, my best friend, one of Crystal's best friends, amazing Sarah is going to be standing up there. And that's just right. a testimony to King Jesus and the way he can heal things yeah. and, and the gift of time and the way that restores. And of course, we were very young. But here's the thing. When, when we broke up, it was messy, Laura. Mm. Laura was there. I remember mm-hmm. we broke up on a Tuesday night. It was at a team night. It was at a worship arts team night. Oh, it was so sad. It, it was so tough. Yeah. So our whole worship family was there. Anyone that starts a church. And, and basically, we had a really hard conversation towards the end of that night. And I remember it was just, you know, 
so difficult. And that next Wednesday, Laura had walked into the sanctuary and she was like, hey, bud. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> you know, I've known Laura for years, one of my best friends. And she's like talking to me. But it took a long time to get through the, the, the hardship. And mm-hmm. keep in mind, we were very young, very, very immature. You know, y- y- you're a kid at that age having to deal with this hard pressure. So yeah. here's some points. If you're going through a breakup in the church, you need very good people around you. Mm-hmm. You need people wiser than you, yeah. maybe older than you, but keyword wiser than you, mm-hmm. people more mature than you yeah. to help you through it. I mean, you need someone that's going to speak truth into your life and, and, and help you see in a level-headed perspective, yeah. a godly vision. You know, And here's the best thing I could say. Never let a bad breakup turn your heart against the church. Mm-hmm. Never let a hardship in a relationship, something ugly, something drama, something yeah. weird, steer you away from the beauty that is the church. Because here's the thing, my friends, please hear me on this. Jesus, the king, he loves the church. God loves the church. Ephesians 5, it's the bride of Christ. It's a cherished, beautiful gift that brings Christians together Mm. and allows us to grow. It edifies. The church helps to sanctify your walk with God. You need the church. Like Laura mentioned earlier, it is so important that if you're dating, you do not turn away or leave the church. Mm-hmm. And if you're going through a hard breakup or a weird time, you stay planted. You stay yeah. Maybe it's not even in the same church. But here's the thing. God gives community. God mm-hmm. is the giver of good gifts. Friendship is a gift. The church is a gift. The bride of Christ is a gift. So if you're going through a weird hard time, the best thing you could do is to stay plugged in a community that cares for you yeah. that, and that can lead to a proper like headspace. Yeah. Because if Sarah and I had bad voices around us in that time, we would have grown very, very jaded, very mm. hateful. Yeah. And I think there were moments of our hearts where we were that in, in smaller scales, but because we had amazing voices, people like Laura, people like Fred, pastors were planted right now. Mm. And we love the church more than ever. We love each other. We're buds. You know what I mean? And I know that that is not everyone's story. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'll also say we were very young. I think it's different if you're 18 or 20 and you go through a two-year relationship and you break up. Keep in mind, we were, we were kids. But here's the thing. The church is a gift. Let it be the tool that it needs to be to help your heart, to steer maturity, mm. to lead you to the right way. You know what I'm saying? So, Laura. Yes. I love it. Yeah, you uh, you said it when we were talking a week ago. You said, don't let an ugly season take you away from your calling. So oh, my gosh. God calls us to grow in, in community and to build his church. And, and, you know, obviously, if you have a desire for a relationship, you want to find the right person to do that with. And Absolutely. if you find that you date someone and they weren't that person for you, then just keep going. You know, it's learning. Like I said, every opportunity is an opportunity of growth. So take that opportunity and just get better. And just know that like above all, like God loves us and he's going to take care of us. And so easy. Yes. So like we said, we're not relationship gurus or anything like that, but we're two people who have dated, have done some good things, done some bad things. And now we're 
we're keep living. We're keep keep treading on. So mm-hmm. with that said, thanks for joining our podcast. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you guys. And join in next week when we talk about we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about purity. Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? We're going to ask you guys to send in some questions. Send in your best advice. Send in your worst advice that you've heard as yeah. you're dating. And we want to share it with everyone. But yeah, we love you guys. And we'll see you later. Let's cheers. Cheers. Have a cheers. To dating in the church. Dating in the church. <laughs>